welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. This is episode number 204 of the Fretzel Podcast. You are joined today by Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Well, hey. You are joined by Mr. Lee. Say hi, Lee. Hi. And you are also joined by Mr. Will with the hair. You know, at the beginning, you started off, it was kind of like a uh, Radio 1 Extra intro, and all I could imagine is whilst you were doing that, there was like megaphones and smashing glass noises going on whilst you're introducing <laughs> us. That is... Yeah, I, I think you should start the show with that, I mean, that's if gonna, I'm not going to lie. It's going not to be America. added post, that is. So, Do it. Um, yeah, I'm just going to turn my volume down just a little, little bit here, because... Being yeah, well, do you know what? I, I, I need to tell I I wanted to tell you exactly the same thing. I've just had to trim my volume down because I could see that I was clipping. So ignore the first before we start. Do you want to start again? <laughs> I think we no, should. No, that yeah. was perfect. Let's yeah, roll with fine. it. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll yeah. be, it'll be a read. <laughs> it'll be all right. Right. Um, so we are we are here. It's is this thing on? Is this is this on? It's Sorry. It, fun, funnily <laughs> enough, Lee, yes, it is. Right, so it's episode 204. We start as we mean to go on with people interrupting me and and largely... <laughs> <laughs> largely uh, largely fucking related. about. Yeah, yeah, largely. <laughs> um, how, I mean, we should start off by saying, like, we're still in the fucking Euros. What's going on? It is coming home. At the moment, it's, it's either going to be waiting at the train station or it's on the train, but the train might... It might break down, and then they football might need to get a bus uh, train replacement service for another year until the sorry, World Cup. Sorry, can I can I just I don't know much about football. What the fuck are you talking about? It's coming home. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, but it might be delayed. It's coming it, home. No, it's coming home Eventually. via a plane from Rome, yeah, where football it, is is going to be staying for. For at least a year. Uh, for at least a year until everyone dies in Qatar. In, the, in it's so degrees. stupid. <laughs> it's so Is that stupid. where the World Cup's taking place in Qatar? Yeah, yeah. In Qatar I was, 2022. I was there when um, they were building the new airport for it. I was doing some work out there with Lego there? on a plane. Which we flew to the old airport and then drove across the desert. Wow. Um, I know there was probably a joke in there, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, to get yeah. to the other side. It was, it was so <laughs> hot. It was impossible to do anything. So yeah. I don't know how you would expect to play it I think, at I think at least doing it in 90 no- minutes. They're, they're doing it in November. Uh, it's not, They're not doing 45-minute halves. They're doing, like, 20-minute chunks. What? Um, yeah, so the, the football season basically next year will kick off early. Then yeah. they'll just abandon it halfway through for a World <laughs> Cup for two months. Fantastic. And then they'll try and cr- cram some more club football in. Um, and, yeah, you, you play for 20 minutes, and then you can go inside to some air con and cool down for a bit and then go back outside and, and heat exhaust yourself. But it's fine because they paid a lot of money to the right people at the right yeah, time. Yeah, they, they paid a lot of money in a corrupt way. Uh-huh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, uh, let's allegedly the fuck out of this. Oh, okay. You, you, you allegedly, need, you don't need to. All of the people involved have already been fined by different authorities. Oh, so it's not even alleged anymore. Well, there <laughs> you go. So even so, it? they have a lot of money to to chase us up if they so desire. This okay. is a great guitar podcast, isn't it? <laughs> I've, got, I've got a question. Allegedly. I've got a question. Right, go on. Is there is there a limited amount of substitutions you can do during a game of football? Yes. yes. How many? It, it used to be three, and then COVID happened, and then depending on the competition, it's now three, four, five, six, seven, or eleven. 
<laughs> so basically okay. you're saying is infinite amount of substitutions yeah, yeah pretty what much I, what i would do is i'd say look if you score a goal you can go into the aircon room <laughs> that'd be nice yeah. it's rolling, rolling so if you come off you can't go back on again yeah yeah what you might right. you might find then is uh people dying of exhaustion through trying <laughs> to score goals um yeah this is we are largely derailing here uh we oh i'm, I'm very sorry you I, started it i did yes i did start this um so it is coming rome it's coming rome it's coming yeah um dirty best so what we should do is we should we should um we should ask how things are going with our um occasional host mr mr will Powell. Um, oh, okay. All right. Um, there is there is nothing I can tell you about right now. There are so many irons in the fire uh, at the moment. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, um, we'll have this conversation in maybe a month yes. or two again. There were um, guitar-related shark capos. Um, uh, yeah, they're fine. Yeah, fine. I still have them, so therefore I'm safe. Excellent. That's the yeah. main thing. Um, I'm sure you're all glad to know that. We are. Safe, yeah. not sane. Safety. No, ab- oh, absolutely not. <laughs> the biggest question is, are they better than the vaccine? Uh, at, um, at safety. Well, it's only, what, uh, one dose is like 70% effective, but a shark capo is like 100% 90. effective. Yeah, I mean, it, so, it completely guarantees so, yeah. safety, doesn't okay. it? So Yeah, it okay. completely guarantees. So shark capo is better than getting than a vaccine. Va- okay, I, I, I need to get myself on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Have any of you guys had both, both <clears throat> vaccines yet? No, my second one is in a week on f- Friday. Two weeks, no, a week tomorrow. Right. You, you've I've, had both of yours, haven't you? I have, but you guys are going to have to invest in a capo, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until that's that the way to go. Until to, uh... that, it's got to tide you over. Oh, you know. <laughs> I'm so, I'm still feeling dizzy from mine occasionally. It's really weird. They're like, if if the uh, symptoms persist after about three days, you should come back to us. And I'm like, I haven't got time to do that. I'm just hoping it goes away. Yeah, I, I was told if uh, if symptoms persist, just quit your whining. Um, <laughs> but that was was that by the missus or the doctor? <laughs> but both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From both angles, we just Christ. shut up. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I've had one and I've noticed a, a slight increase to my five G reception, um, but I'm that's told good. that once you once you have two, you get ultimate coverage. So that's that's something to look forward to at least. What's annoying, uh, and this is God's honest truth, since I've had my first jab, my my reception has gone to shit. <laughs> so you, you've taken the wrong do you, one. Then. Do you own an iPhone? Yeah, I do. Then there's your problem. Get yourself an Android and you'll be fine. Yeah. But it was fine all the way all along, so it's, it's not to do with that, Matthew. <laughs> oh, boy. Indeed. Right, um, right. Anyone else want to tell us what we've been up to this week? Who wants to go next? Go on. Hands up on this audio podcast. Go on. I'll go, I'll go next then. <laughs> go on, Matt. Uh, so... I don't think I've had a gig this time. Have I had a gig? I did have a gig. I played played a festival. Um, not really a festival. Basically, some a, a local company, instead of having a summer party, basically hired out a field, 
put a tent in a st- with that was supposed to have a stage in it. Um, put put a tent up and then like a few other bits and bobs around and made it a really fe- festivaly atmosphere. Um, unfortunately, <clears throat> the stage was t- so small that the drummer had to sit behind the stage. What? Oh, dear. <laughs> On a field. So the joys of gigging. The joys of gigging are coming yeah. back. Was it dry? It, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it was in a giant teepee thing, so it was dry inside the tent. It, it didn't it didn't rain on that day anyway, so we, we'd have been fine, but yeah. So there was four guys on a very small stage crammed together, sort of like, you know, if you move a little bit too much, you're going to hit your mate in the head with with the headstock of your guitar. So yeah, really oh, the danger like, zone. crammed to that. Yeah. So that's yeah. a good and excuse then, as uh, any, really. The drummer then sat behind the stage. The stage was raised to about my waist height. So I don't know, what's that? Like four, three, three and a half foot, something like that. So literally at the drummer's eye line. So the drummer was looking at the back at of the feet. stage, which, yeah, but we couldn't see our feet because our amps were on the back of the stage. <laughs> so we literally <laughs> stared at our fucking amps all night. No, That's yeah. awful. Yeah, Aww. it was just terribly thought out, but we only did... We were supposed to do a 90-minute set. I think we did 45 minutes because we were on last cool. um, and everyone else overran because, you know, it's a festival. Yeah, that's it's how it is. Tradition. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we had a the, the firm midnight cut off, so we did 45 minutes and then... Yeah, so it was just a very, very weird gig. Um, but yeah, um, and I've got... Thumb providing, I've got two gigs this weekend. <laughs> Both bands are playing in the same pub, but like one on Friday, one on Saturday, uh, uh-huh. and this is a place that won't allow us to use amps on stage. So I'm using my flamp. Um, okay. Flamp. And I have decided that I'm going to run a mini pedal board, and I don't know how it's going to go. I'm I'm scrapping modulation. I'm going to pretend it doesn't exist. If we need chorus, I'll just knock a couple of tuners in different directions. <laughs> um, and if yeah. Have you had any? Like, like your your analog man chorus has that been fixed yet or replaced? Uh, yeah, so the new one is on the way. Uh, yeah, which is half. Huge. So this is half the reason I decided that I'll just sack off chorus, sack off um, modulation. So I'm gonna run a fuzz pedal, a uh, a, a lead boost, um, a two channel drive. So basically, I'm gonna run the 37 effects uh, fat guy little coat into yep. a honey. Burst is that what the chef tone it tube is, yeah. screamer style pen? Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, into that, into the Messiah dual foot switch, uh, and then I'm going to run the new neighbor um, reverb because that'll do. Um, it'll do delay as well. There's a delay setting in there for the one time I need to use delay, and then I'll run all of that into the simplifier and power it with a tiny little power brick and see how that goes and then when I get shouted at for not using phaser and chorus and stuff I'll just say I haven't got it <laughs> <laughs> yeah at that point you'll go my bad <laughs> yeah it's in the van oh dear we're not in the van we're in a, we're in a gig <laughs> yeah whoops I so, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna run a, run a tiny setup and see how it works and if it goes well I'm just gonna cut down my board because I'm realizing that having two power supplies because you've got too many pedals is a bit much. Yeah, that's what we all go through phases. Fifteen outputs. <laughs> we we all go through phases, man. Of going, yeah. I need all the pedals, and then you go to like, I need less of the pedals. Well, this weekend, yeah. Matt's not going to be going through a phase. 
So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No I haven't even got a tuner on the board. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> dangerous. Uh, <laughs> you dangerous to the tuner or you just yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a pitch clip, but I'm also standing next to either the other guitarist or the singer in the second band, which is who is also a guitarist. So if worst comes to worst and the headstock doesn't work, I will yeah. steal their cable out of their guitar, whether they like it or not. Uh, Mid song, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, like, yeah, so it'll be where, fine. Where do you use the um, the tube screamer um, in relation to the fuzz before or after? After the fuzz, before the or before the main drive. Um, I was but gonna. I was thinking. I, sorry, I, I was thinking that, like, given your setup, you know the Keeley Dark Side. Yes. I was thinking, do you know what, that could be a, a real game changer, like, well, lifesaver, like, especially if it was just in your guitar bag, because um, that's got flange, phaser, delay, uh, uh, and fuzz on it. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, I, I, th- I think I'll be all right without, because there's, there's only like, there's less than five songs, well, there probably isn't actually less than five songs, there's less than five songs that require it, and none that really require that kind of chorusy sound that, yeah. where I'm playing guitar on my own, so I'm sure it'll be absolutely fine. Um, I Yeah, I, I, I don't foresee an issue with it, which is why I'm going to try it, um, and if I do have an issue, then I'll just not do that again. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, with those, um, the Keeley boxes, I always want them to have the same functionality as the DNM drive where you can put them in two different loops so I could yeah. put the modulation before, but then have it switchable so I don't need to, like, touch the pedal. Mm, yeah. um, but, you know, say lovey. Horses for um, courses and all that. At a point... At the, oh, sorry? You know the Gladio? Um, oh, yeah. The, oh, the, nice. The new version, like the, I think it's the V3, has got that functionality in it. Cool. Okay. Yes, of course. The the Gladio. At a point where it's edib- editable, I do have some breaking news. I don't know how breaking. Oh. I do, I do have some news. Fender are bringing out a new Tone Master, and it's a super reverb. Ah, interesting. So these are the... Um, not the non-valve versions. These are the yep. uh, what do we call it when they copy an amp? Uh, like like on modeling, modeling. modeling. Yeah. This one. Um, yes. So that that's pretty interesting. It's two hundred watts allegedly. Oh, we missed the trick there. Two hundred watts Which, of like is shit transistor. Yeah, class D. Two hundred watts of class D is probably about maybe four T. Yeah, it's probably a fifteen watt, fifteen watt yeah. <laughs> valve amp. equivalent. Yeah, something like that. Not my. my my victories are class D power amps, and they get really loud. Easy mm. as loud as my Marshall. Mm. Fair. Uh, Interesting. But when he said breaking news, we should have gone... Oh, yeah, we should have done... Yeah. I, in my head, I thought you guys were going to be like, oh, we already know about that, you freaking idiot. And then we could just edit that bit out where I interrupted a you made perfectly a good with. conversation <laughs> with guitar news. It's all right. Lee does it all the time, and he, he, he doesn't have anything interesting <clears throat> to say when he interjects, so... Fair enough. <laughs> Let's talk about guitar picks, shall we? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I mean, funny, funny you should say that I've got this. Uh, oh God, here this we go. Guitar pick up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you bought that on yourself. Um, I mean, so uh, I reckon I should probably talk about some of the stuff that I've done this week. I have uh, between last week and this week, I've been massively, massively, massively busy um, because 
like you said, loads of stuff arrived. Um, last week on the live cast, we talked about um, the Xander um, packages that came through literally that day. And oh, that, well, what flavor were like? Was it just classic? Yeah, so you've got Italian, uh, you know, um, yeah, yeah, sides with well. it, get a, get a bit of garlic bread. Lysander. Uh, so we've got we've got um, Garfield, like lime and and maybe blackcurrant. Uh, that be, sounds horrible. Would be the would be the best best description <laughs> for them. Good lord. Uh, so I I've had to go through the cranium and the surplus. Um, there's a kind of Swiss Army um, overdrive and a uh, rodent based um, pedal within those. Um, so the the um, is it the the surplus which is the I don't know I'll, I'll, I'll grab them why not there we go so uh, sur- surplus is the uh, it's it's green so you would you would assume the kind oh, of Xander. Xander. oh Xander oh yeah there we, actually I th- didn't it, know yeah in your accent I genuinely thought you said lasagna Lasa- lasagna <laughs> pedals it's a spicy meatball. Um... Well, they don't have lasagna up north, mate. Come uh, on. I would make a mean lasagna. And by mean, I mean... Rrr, I'm a lasagna. Rrr. And it comes no, out no, green because I mean, apparently you're putting <laughs> lime in your lasagna. lime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't, don't knock you the lime. The lime and black that I'll put in my lasagna. You're like the people who try and convince everyone that barbecue sauce goes on pizza. It no. does? Yeah, barbecue sauce No, goes it on does pizza. not. No. Tabasco yes. sauce goes on burgers, so doesn't it, Will? Uh, apparently for breakfast, yeah. <laughs> according, according to someone on the cast, Tabasco sauce goes on everything. I worry for his cholesterol count. Good lord. Um, uh. Yeah. So uh, surplus is um, so it, it it's green. So you would expect kind of tube screamer flavored, but we're not really getting um, we're not really getting that that territory because of the 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 crazy. Um, switch in the middle like the the rotary switch which basically gives you the option of eight different versions of diode um which is <laughs> um it's too much <laughs> option paralysis um but there's you, you find your favorites within there and and then you can you can tailor the the kind of the drive tone to uh to get really the specific drive that you want so that's uh, that I've I've tried it and it's awesome. I've not done any demos on it yet, but that's coming very soon. Uh, what I have yeah. done, however, um, the other one, <clears throat> the rodent, the uh, the cranium, um, the the rotary switch on that one is it's the same rotary switch. However, it works um, to select the the eras of rat essentially. So you've got like turbo rat inspired ones you've got fat rat inspired ones uh so you can you can tailor the drive tone to to meet the the type of rat that you want and um i had written and recorded a track this week for it um that won't be coming out just yet uh i think may not next week maybe the week after it'll be airing on pedal boards of doom but lee lee has heard this track uh, and Lee had some very kind things to say about it. Yeah, you shouldn't just like rip like music off of line and then put it up and pretend you're playing it. 
<laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure that's what you did because it was really too good. I can't, I can't believe. Honestly, um, I, I'm pissing about, but fucking hell, the the playing that you showed me, I was so impressed. Honestly, it was it was the best I've ever heard you play. It's some of the best playing I've heard in a long time. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, I did actually just steal Dave Gilmore licks um, from the internet and run them through. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's an entire Dave Gilmore song, let's be fair. That's going to get <laughs> copyright struck instantly. Um, um, I'm just swinging I'm, back around to that yeah. uh, the diode thing yeah. on the... Wh- which pedal was uh, the green I, I'm one? Both of, I'm both of them. So the surplus is, okay. the, is the green one. but Surplus. Yeah. Um, what's great about that option of uh, all of the different diode clippings is um, because not only does it affect the character of the drive, but it also affects the character of the compression as well. You mm-hmm. can really affect... It's it's one of the easiest ways for a pedal manufacturer to give the player a lot of agency over their drive character and compression. Yeah. So you can almost tune it to whatever rig you have. So I think it's a good idea, but yeah... you. There, there's a lot of choices, but then there's probably a lot of rigs where each one would sound useful. Yeah, so. yeah. And I've, I've found there's like maybe two or three settings that really worked with what I was using at the time because I was using uh, I was using the HX stump actually, but I was running like a Fender uh, Fender style amp with essentially like a Strat style guitar. Yeah. Um, and there were uh, there were a few, and I, I thought I'd, I'd be leaning towards the Germanium ones because like. Germanium, why not? Um, but the LEDs were really good, actually. The LED yeah, clipping. I love LED clipping. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's a really great thing. And also, if you can put it on the outside of a pedal, the LEDs will glow if you push them hard enough, indeed. which is really nice uh, as a visual sort of feedback. Yeah, uh, some, yeah. Of the, some of the boss mods um, do that, don't they? The, the, uh, the Keeley mod. The DS1 yeah. uh, one uh, from memory the does that. The all-seeing eye, is it? Yeah. If, I, if there are any uh, aspiring pedal designers out there, one of my favorite clipping styles is called uh, Shaka Brada, um, oh, oh, which uses uh, what now? a... It, it's, it's a Hawaiian phrase um, from a pedal of the same name, but it basically uses a... It's hard clipping MOSFETs yes, yeah. um, with a diode afterwards, and it uses the parasitic diode that's inside a MOSFET and then additional diode... Um, and it uh, clips really um, organically. It's so really interesting. W- almost like a kind of um, like an asymmetrical pairing. No, it's the same. It's the same on both sides. So yeah. it's a MOSFET, then a diode to ground, and yeah. then a, a the opposite way it, to be the other side of the yeah. waveform. So a, a MOSFET to diode yeah, to ground, and then a then a MOS, yeah, which would be diode MOSFET, MOSFET to yeah. ground. Yeah. Ah. Uh huh. I don't want to hear that. The uh, the Xander one's it's got some MOSFET clipping in it as well, actually. Oh, um, cool. It's not, I don't think it's MOSFET diode, but it's it's just dual MOSFET. But you've got. Mm. Uh, let's see if I can remember the uh, the the options off the top of my head. So you've got um, symmetrical germanium to start off with. Then you've got symmetrical silicon. Then asymmetrical germanium, asymmetrical silicon, uh, LED uh, sy- uh, symmetrical. Then asymmetrical led mosfet and then you've got a diode lift as well mm, okay um which i was surprised how um how much gain comes from the the rat style circuit without any diodes clipping it because mm. the, the 
from memory, because I don't have this schematic in front of me, the op amp, Sue is going to kill me if I get this wrong. <laughs> I think the op amp is being driven very, very hard into clipping itself. Yeah, yeah. And the, um, the hard clipping that's in rat-style circuits is there just to help smooth that out a touch. Yeah. Because op amps can, when they start driving, can be quite harsh. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the Acapulco Gold is pretty much that, isn't it? It's like two op amps, essentially fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way of putting it. <laughs> it's, they're, they're just there's there's no subtlety in it. It's just push this one as hard as it can into the next one as hard mm. as it can, and hope for the best. Oh, <laughs> just hold on. Hold on for dear life. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I've, I've I've had those those pedals. I've done a few more pedal demos. Uh, one of which will be coming out this week at some point. I think it's the um, K Line Hot Mushroom Compressor. Um, and I've mentioned it a couple of casts back about how um, demoing compression is just really fucking hard. It is very hard. It is. You have to be. Uh, when, when I did it for the Cali 76 that uh, I won on the show before I joined, um, that was very difficult. You have to be uh, You're so... Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. uh, you have to be so transparent, eh, um, with when it's on and off. And it, yeah. it's one of those things that visual feedback with compression is often the thing. Because it's almost a meme for people who are like audio producers for tracks <laughs> yeah. to be like, the compressor you've been messing around with for half an hour has been in bypass the whole time. <laughs> and then the, the next frame is the pe- that picture of them crying in, in the corner. <laughs> um, um, we've all been there. We have all yeah. been there. Like, m- just trying to touch the compa- like the uh, the controls on your your compressor, and you you're like, oh, I'm I'm hearing just just enough now, and yeah. then your you, your entire strips turned off, and you're like, oh, okay, it's it's, a, it's, it's a, similar to leaving me. your wire on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, what the fuck like, is going on? You're moving yeah. your drive, you're changing your amp, you're turning everything off, <laughs> yeah. checking your cables, yeah. swapping cables out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the wire's still on. It's really <laughs> shit. And like I can only just about get get a, a, a decent tone through like the neck pickup with a bit of the tone rolled off. What's going on? And you're like, oh, yeah, it's because the, the wires aren't at full full whack. It's a, a classic case of um, what's the word? Psychosomatic things of like where you yeah exactly what exactly it's just a natural reaction yeah you hear something and you're like oh this is definitely changing and it's like almost a bias that you're like oh i'm doing this now yeah but yeah doing nothing is you know how how often are things in like pedals and stuff how often does that happen where things will just uh, you think it sounds different or for whatever reason you've tired of a certain piece of equipment but it's you might it so, might just be in your head. So yeah. I, 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 we've spoken about this before, but I did a lot of studying on how to demo compressors for Tempedia, and hmm. it worked out so well that we got Keeley as a client off the back of it, basically. Um, hmm. So go and have a look at the way we demo compressors on Tempedia, and it might give you some sort of inspiration. Will do, yeah. boss. Will do. <laughs> uh, do you want to know what I've been up to? Mm, oh, we've, we've just run out of time, unfortunately. <laughs> no, 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 carry on, carry on. <laughs> yeah, fuck all. Um, <laughs> no, um, I, I have, but um, some of it's um, 
been working with Will on what uh, he can't tell you about. So if I, I'll tell you, right? It, it's... <laughs> what? No, no, no. Cut, cut. Uh, the plan. So I'll tell you what I have been doing. I have been um, looking into um, some different types of instruments because uh, I've been. I, I started. It started off last night, really. Um, so I, I, I can't shoot the news this week. So lovely Lowell's going to do it for us. And whilst I was researching, I saw that the the Juno, uh, sorry, the June sixty chorus. I knew I knew this was news anyway, but I, I read into it a bit more. The June sixty chorus from TC Electronics. They've made a version two, which yeah. looks exactly the same as version one. Anyway. Uh, it's just got some different bits and internal switching, um, which is pretty cool. And when you press both buttons in together, it does something more like the original keyboard. And I started looking at the keyboard and I was listening to some sounds and I was like, do you know what? I love them sounds because they're all the proper <laughs> like old uh, Stranger Things sounding yeah. synths that the June, June 60 is like really, really cool. Um, as with like the Jupiter 8 and these sort of things. Um, and I was like, oh, do you know what? I really want to buy a June. I saw June this. 60. Yeah. So he discovered how much synthesizers cost. Well, <laughs> that, there was a guy on, on the thread and he, he said, I, I, I got one about 10 years ago for, for a couple of hundred quid. Um, but when I Googled it, well, when I looked it up on Re- reverb, it was like five, six grand. It's just yeah. like, what? Yeah. That's inflation, man. That is mental. But there well, are analog analog components like synths to get that pricey. Moogs, you don't even don't even question how much Moogs are, man. Yeah. Um, if you are interested in it, I use a for for writing for synths. Um, I got rid of all of my hardware synths years ago because of Artoria and Analog Lab. Um, it is modeling um, software, but for synthesizers, it's a little bit more. I don't know, organic. Um, versus guitar modeling. So I can't hear a difference between a hardware synth and that. That's how good their component level um, stuff is. So have a look at that. All you need is a, you can buy a basic um, controller uh, from them and you'll be able to use it as a VST.au, whatever you use in your door. Um, and you can play the Juno on there and yeah they have a, a so, simulation so, so this is one of the things i was coming to that there's um there's one called tau you know lx so tau is the company make it you know as in juno, juno. um mm-hmm. but it's like the you know you know um which is quite cool uh, lx and it like the person who put it on here that daniel montgomery said it was spot on but i listened to it and like i beat it and i could hear a clear difference on my phone so listening to through headphones and that, you know, it's going to be, um, it is going to be different, but it's 50 quid. It's not five grand. Yeah. yeah. So it's way more accessible. Yeah, exactly. So I'm probably going to go down the route of, I have got a MIDI controller. So, uh, when we, when I've got the new studio set up, I'll be able to, um, like I'll have a much bigger desk and I'll have a, a bit dedicated to just having the keys there and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm really getting into like those synth tones, and one of the things I think I'm going to do is trying to create those synth tones and then recreate them on the guitar, because um, you know the the Enzo can do these tones. It's just working out how to do the fucking thing. <laughs> so, so setting you almost like setting yourself a goal 
um, for for using the uh, the Enzo. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's it's a long way around it about it, but um, yeah. <laughs> You're the only me. the only thing I'm really missing on the guitar that I that the things like the June six the Juno sixty hat uh, Juno six uh, is sixty has is an arpeggiator. There aren't any decent analog arpeggiators for guitar. Just gonna have to learn. Well, because it, it's quite, yeah, it's quite difficult to do something like that. So, so on the guitar, you can do this thing where you play arpeggios, yeah, and that is that's how you play, and like that's how you make that sound on the guitar. You learn to play it as opposed to press a button. <laughs> it's an <laughs> analog arpeggiator. <laughs> yeah, no. you'd have to use some sort of pitch shifting software on. It couldn't be an analog thing. Well, it is on the June um, 60, isn't it? The June 60. Uh, so it's different. So an analog synthesizer, how it works is instead of it being like six strings and then you could have six voices, um, there's a couple of different voices that you can have on there. So an analog thing is is very different from taking like an actual analog sine wave to a oscillator that you are saying, I would like you to make this frequency. Um, it's It's a very different thing because you can automate the telling of the oscillators what to do which is basically what you're asking for is like a machine that would tap the frets for you that's the equivalent <laughs> of what you would be asking for electronically yeah his, his name's malmstein <laughs> yeah, pretty much pretty much yeah unfortunately there's stuff like the rainbow machine i'm sure you know but that's doing it the other way of taking an input signal and then pitch shifting it in different ways to arpeggiate afterwards i've, I've but, done a demo on on the um the the jed's peds inspired by rainbow machine oh, i see it, okay it was fucking mental yep i it worked for ages to work out how to demo that on on timepedia it took me a good three four hours just to work out how to do that it was it was mental but i've also i've also been kind of like going the other way so i've been looking at these synths but i've also been looking at shredding guitars <laughs> so <laughs> and um upon talking to a friend um i was put on to legator um or Legate, oh, I can't remember how you said they they say you pronounce it, but Legator um, guitars and these things are really well priced, uh, and it got me thinking about the um, the headless guitars that we were talking about from Ibanez last week, because we were saying, oh, do you know what? You can't get headless guitars in that sort of price range. Well, I was fucking wrong because you can. Um, uh, Legator do these, so they don't just do. Um, they don't just do headless guitars. They do all like uh, normal super strat style guitars. They do some HSSs, which are nice. They do a really nice one with a rosewood uh, neck and it's black and gold. And all the pickup, like the humbucker in it is gold as well. And it's um, looks really tasteful. It's called the OS6. That looks really, really nice. But they've got like the um, fan frets with the slanted pickups and all these sort of things going on. But they've got some headless guitars as well. But what what's great about these is like the lowest price on these is about six seven hundred quid, and then they they do go up into about two grand uh, and that sort of thing for the highest end. But they're <clears throat> they're knocking out some guitars that are very 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 high spec for the sort of metal community, like seven strings, eight strings, and these sort of things. And for what I gather, the seven and eight strings are the best sellers. Um, uh, over in the UK, 
But yeah, they look amazing. So I'm going to be uh, looking into these more. They've also got some sort of connection with FGN guitars. Didn't we see them um, at the London Guitar Show at Liggs a couple of years ago? I think so. <clears throat> Sounds familiar. Mm. FGN, Fujigen, is it? the? Oh, I don't know. I can't, I can't remember. Um, one... One thing I will say here before I, I move off of this subject, though, is their headless guitars. They have um, some that look like headless BC Riches. Oh, dear God. How? Why? F- Why? <laughs> How hideous. <laughs> and just on, on the topic of cheap headless guitars, if you actually want a cheap headless guitar, mm. buy yourself an Epiphone and send it to me. I'll stand on the neck whilst it's on its back and send it back to you, and it will be about as useful as a guitar, as a headless guitar. Oh, uh, I mean, you, you're currently sharing your screen, and from your description earlier, before I could see them, I was already uh, I was already switched off, but the... No, no, just no. Oh, look, oh, look, you can oh, paddle God. your boat up fucking shit creek with that, couldn't you? <laughs> you can fucking bludgeon someone to death with that. It is, it is very, very, very niche. Not any of our style. No. Oh, oh God, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, I there's a pink one. Go to the, yeah, go to the, the pink, pink one. one. Yeah. Oh, it's that okay is the only pink. way. Yeah, that's the only way that you could buy that is in pink. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it's, it, yeah. it's kind of ironic. I, I tell you what, in pink, it looks like it should have a keyboard attached to it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does look like a guitar. It absolutely does. Oh dear. Oh no. Oh no. my god. See, that's this is the other thing I want. I want a guitar. Oh my god. I mean, can we suck him. Can we suck him? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can kick him out of the call here. Um, very can we uh, transition cool. from this these horrible horrible guitars Hang into on, some let, let's questionable shit horrible he's, he's, like, he's trying to redeem them here uh, yeah look, 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 i mean have a, have a look at their normal guitars because their, their normal guitars are actually quite nice okay that's a that's a bit better yeah look at the, okay. yeah, yeah. again it's, the white and blue one's interesting that's nice or not it's that it's not the like end of the market yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not too far off. But so what we're looking at now, just for the listeners, is that's the OS six, which is the one I described earlier, which is the black strat light guitar with a uh, gold getup. Yeah, really, HSS. Yeah. So it's a black that's... black body with a black scratch plate and gold hardware. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it looks fine. I just think yeah, yeah, it's a super it's, strat. It's, it's it's like the the James Tyler Variax, and that it it looks enough like a strat that it makes you look like you look at it and you go. That's weird. What have they done to the strat? It's not obvious to start with <laughs> why it looks different, but yeah. it is. What's wrong here? <laughs> I like this one, which is exactly the same guitar, but a seven string, uh, and it what, al- what almost for? looks normal. What for? Are you a bassist? No, then you don't need that string. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I must admit, I, I, I owned a seven string at, at one point, and I do not miss the low B. So. I would rather... Uh, as I have experimented with extended tuning, I would rather play a baritone yeah, yeah. than I would ever play a seven string because at least the baritone keeps the same um, string yeah. like note relation. Yeah, relative bet- between tension each one. as well. Yeah, relative pitch. Um, so yeah, uh, seven strings, they are a style. I mean, you could be, what's this, the Tobin... Tosin Abassi. Abassi, yeah. Abassi, and... Doesn't he know, use nines now? He, he uses he's nines, a, and he's in a, a band with another nine-string guitarist, and I'm sure one of them plays the bass line whilst the other one does the lead. 
Okay. Interesting. So I would have it, no idea what... just become a bassist? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no yeah. idea what amp you would need to do that far of a range. You'd oh, need you need almost like I high assume fire. you'd oh, just PA, you'd then, split it. it. You'd split it and you'd have a guitar amp and a bass amp and an ABY yeah. pedal. And when yeah. you play the bass line, you play through a bass amp. And when you play yeah. through from the guitar line, you play through yeah. the guitar amp. Literally, or some sort of crossover stop. filter. That's, that's the nine string they've just, got there. Just, just stop. That's... I'll tell you what, Can we, though, can we talk uh, about let, let, the Squire funny-shaped ones? Hang on, hang on. Let's just face it, right? Um, 1,700 quid for a nine string guitar. That's pretty damn good. I, mean, I know I, could... I wouldn't want to buy a nine string guitar. I wouldn't want to buy an eight string guitar. Seven string appeals to me because I, I like metal, but um, yeah, they... What were the ones did you want to look at? The uh, Squire... Uh, no, the Squire Paranormal <laughs> series because there, there's... Uh. One in there that I've been looking for the original Fender pawn shop one. It's been in my eBay search history for probably the last three or four. No, it's got to be four years, five years. Um, they have brought out yet another version of the Supersonic. Okay. Um, which is the upside down, um, almost like yeah. Jaguar, but then it's also been contoured upside down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's impossible to find them on eBay, the original run of them, because they did a matching Blues Junior with each of the colors. It was like candy orange, candy red, and a gray. And they did a matching Blues Junior in the same finish. And I've, I've been looking for one for years because I always regretted not getting one. I mean, that, uh, that guitar, but it's impossible to find them. Uh, even its mother finds it difficult to love. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it looks like it, someone spilt some paint on the floor and thought, you know, that's a good shape for a guitar. It's really comfortable. It's probably one of the most comf comfortable guitars I ever played. So it's a teddy bear, but I wouldn't design a guitar around it. Yeah, but, you know, it's nice after the, the hard lines of a Telecaster, like, shoving into your ribs. And you're just like, well, This is you know. what we're talking about, right? Oh, oh, Christ. Please, please, <laughs> there was actual stop. news. We were on actual news, and we've gone back to the horrible ones. <laughs> no, I, I fancy this Spectre 7. I really do. I might get one. I mean... We're going to have an intervention for you at some point. Oh, no. <laughs> You're going to need an intervention. Yeah. Um. Can you stop him sharing his screen? I don't want to look at it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'll share the ones with all the squires on. What is this? Oh, that's even worse. Oh, dear. No. Stop. Ugh. Stop. Right. So let's let's go back to normality. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Back um, to we have, life. We've got news. We've talked about the, the June 60. Uh, there was another Fender, weren't there, that we were supposed to be mentioning today? The the Jagstang. The Jagstang. The Mim Jagstang. The, yes. Jagstang. There's the Kurt Cobain Jagstang. Okay. Uh, and also a Corey Wong signature. Um, Matt, do you want to give us a bit of info on this uh, this Jagstang? What oh, do I have to find the article again? <laughs> I've got it. Yes, you I, I've got it. I'll share my screen. Excellent. I, all, I, all I remember is it's a Jagstang. It's got a 7.25-inch radius, yeah. which is mildly off-putting, but I guess if you're playing a Jagstang, oh, 99, times out of a, 99 times out of 100, you're just going to be playing like, Nirvana anyway yeah, yeah. so you yeah. don't need a flat board <laughs> not, um, not at all no like I, I really like good the look. god I really like the look of them it looks um, like someone who doesn't know anything about guitars made a guitar well, it looks like a duosonic that's melted mm. yeah but that's the whole point like I, I, I actually I, I really the like the look point. of them 
they're, they're supposed to look weird. They're supposed to look not normal. They're supposed to look like the grunge movement and, was. Yeah, go go back to... down to that, that dark blue Jack Stack. Yeah, this is the Corey Wong signature. That's Corey Wong signature one. Just a strap. That, They've that, melted uh, it so much, it looks like a strap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the issue with the um, the the Jagstang is obviously it's not a hardtail, so it's gonna go out of tune all the time. So basically, you're you're limited to just play like thrashing chords on it yeah. that are so distorted yeah. that it doesn't matter if you're out of tune or not. So you yeah. just play Nirvana riffs. I think they I have look quite cool. I have repaired uh, one of the vibratos on one of these before in the past uh, when I think it was a Fiesta Red. Um, one from memory it was almost impossible to get the bridge to stay in tune so yeah. good luck to you yeah. if you buy well, that or, guitar i mean I, I i won't be just because of the price range like they've they've price or officially how much was they the the yeah. list price for these it, for a mexican made jagstang is one thousand two hundred and fifty pounds one thousand oh, four hundred dollars one thousand three hundred and something euros so yeah. I, I mean to be fair they uh, they said that about a load of their other signature models and yeah. kind of placed them like two or three hundred quid cheaper. So I imagine it'll be under a grand. But like for a Mexican guitar, I I don't think I'd pay more than about six hundred quid. Yeah, they're taking mm. the piss now. The yeah. the the just the prices. Are, I, I get it, I get that it's like a limited run and it's and people have been crying out for that shape for years. Like the, yeah, have like, they really? Yeah. Ugh. Yes, it, it, every time they they stop a release, like they've had Japanese ones, of these they've had American-made ones in the past, and every time they stop them, all people are asking for is these. Yeah, they, I they'll, mean, it, they'll sell out. It, they they will, they will. Um, it's a bit like the um, the Brad Paisley and the Edo Brian. Is it Brian? Yeah, Brian. 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 Edo Brian. Brian. Brahoon. Yeah. The, um, the, okay. the Radiohead dude. <laughs> yeah, Radiohead dudes. Um yeah. and the the Hendrix Monterey. They yeah. they they all kind of peaked the grand mark when they first came out. Yeah, and they then, were nine 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 when they first they, was the list price, wasn't it? And then they like mm, they yeah, were they down did. at seven hundred by the time they were selling. Yeah. Yeah. Matt, it, was, it was that. I, I just found a uh, like a really, really, really cool example, but it, it belongs to a giant. That's a miniature Jagstang. Ah, <laughs> that's a miniature left-handed Jagstang. I mean, to be fair, like the the, the tour guard on the seafoam green body looks absolutely that, ace. That, that, that's, that's, that's blue. That's, this is the only time in my life I've actually thought a tour guard does look nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the the mismatch of the like the cream covered single coil and the the. Black humbucker is just no, it's just hideous. <laughs> it's just... I mean, what we what we really need is is just some of the hardware to be gold as well. Not all of it, but just some. Just a few bits, yeah. you know, and that would be ideal. Yeah. Um. So so that's the uh, the Jagstang. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mean, too expensive. It's it's fine hardware, but like for a Mexican guitar, I I I wouldn't be paying that. Yeah. This this is a, a Mustang here, which um, you could melt, and that's only six hundred and seventy quid. Yeah, well, the, I mean, the, so the the Jagstang is like half of one of those with half a Mustang on it, isn't it? Yeah, Sorry, so with half a uh, Jaguar. You could probably buy like two and just put them together. Yeah, but that that involves like planing and biscuit joints and <laughs> like, biscuit joints. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Because you have I'm, to cut the, cut the two bodies straight down the center, and yeah. then put them back together again. <laughs> what are we? I'm what are we filling the them biscuits. with? Like Oreo filling? Like bourbon filling? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Soft chewy uh, center. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or oh, jammy Dodger filling. Yeah, that would do. I know because yeah. they break like apart and then jam. stretch. And you yeah, don't want your guitar exactly. to break apart and stretch halfway through yeah. a set, so do you? You don't get content like this elsewhere. <laughs> no, you, I mean, if, if you have to, like, stability, you want a, a hobnob joint. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they yeah, they strong ain't going nowhere, are It's <laughs> true, that. <laughs> right, I reckon we've got time for one last bit of news because we we're coming up to about the 50-minute mark. Um, I'm accounting for the fact that I'll probably have to cut out 10 minutes of... Um, coughing and uh, internet surfing uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do we want i've got uh one two three things left so oh hang on andy's got one you might be able to buy it off him got one what andy's the tag yeah well there you go okay. uh I'll, so I'll uh will it. one two or three uh i'm picking number two excellent right oh shit i want one of those <laughs> yes <laughs> give me it um yeah that was a that's an old video that is isn't it god knows i've clicked probably it get in touch old, i will actually yeah. buy that from you um so uh way huge sto um it's a new oh, pedal. yeah it's it yes. a new pedal is uh, it really it's, it's, it's a nashville inspired inspired green circuit with a tone control that boosts the treble and the bass it's people will know what that means yes <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm getting very good at the uh, the legal speak of... Indeed. Lee. Yeah. Mm, a bit, a bit like this, the budget pedal it. chap earlier saying, oh yeah, this rodent-inspired uh, pedal has the turbo rat, the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like, dear. don't tell him, Pike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, look, where this stands out, really, is that the new ODRs aren't as good as the old ODRs, apparently. Um, yeah, it's a fucking tube screamer to be fair, but um, whoa, 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 whoa. it's not a tube screamer. No, no it's it, not. It's, no. it's a soft clipping and hard clipping circuit. It's definitely not a tube screamer. It sounds like a tube screamer. But it's one better. It's a three screamer. <laughs> it's lasagna. Um, <laughs> lasagna. Lasagna effects. Lime yeah. lasagna. I reckon that's that's our title for this week. Lasagna effects. <laughs> yeah, um, but no. Uh, Look, people will keep complaining about um, Nobles um, just not sounding like they used to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wimbledon is on. Nobles. Um, yeah, so um, <laughs> there's a sound clip there for you. Um, but <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, people keep complaining about it. And what, what's happened is George Fripp has um, kind of like taken the circuit and tried to get it sounding good again and made his own version he's charging like two to three times as much for it but it, you know it's, it's got that sort of mxr build quality isn't it so mm. you know um they do real good those guys yeah um however yeah. so what we're talking this is uh 214 dollars uh nobles odr even if it's not as good as the old ones the new nobles odr is about 80 quid Yes, um, but if you want to buy the old Nobles uh, ODR, the one that's supposed to be the Dog's Bollocks, you'll be paying a lot more than that. I will... Uh, I've got reverb up to re So 
yeah, the, yeah. Have we talked about the mini one? Because the mini one is like 50 quid. Yeah. So, even, like, even if you buy the big box one, which is about 80 odd quid, send it off to, I don't know, send it off to Mr. Tate because he does mods. Get him to mod it so that it sounds as close to the uh, the old one as possible. He'll he'll probably cut, charge you half of what the um, the way huge is sorted. Yep. Bang on, and give you a lot of sarcastic and entertaining comments on the way. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and you'll be you'll be supporting Nobles, who are the originators of the pedal, and a small UK manufacturer. So win win. Um, that's that that seems uh, legit. Um, but then, then I suppose uh, do do any of you know what the STO stands for? Yeah, I did. Um, uh, STO it was it was something silly. It was something something overdrive, but uh, it was like seriously terrific overdrive or something. Wow, sexually <laughs> transmitted overdrive? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, super terrific overdrive. Yeah, I was very uh, close. Very close. Uh, but yeah, it, it may may or may not be sexually transmitted as well. It's almost like three words is like the perfect length of a title for an overdrive pedal. <laughs> it's al- it's almost perfect. I mean, yeah, funny that. you usually go with two uh, two letters and a number, don't they? And a number, yeah. They do do that, yeah. So, so yeah. rule of three. Yeah, like the JB2, which they should have um, called the BJ2, really, shouldn't they? What the, the, the angry JB? driver? Yeah, the JB two is the angry driver. Is it? Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, the the jangry driver. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, an original ODR one. Um, I don't know what year this is, but it is one of the old ones, one of the silver boxes ones. Um, and this was up for two hundred and twenty six pounds. He's reduced it to one hundred and seventy three, but he wants fifty six pounds for shipping. Holy but so, but shit! Even so, that's that's pretty much the price of one of these mm. Wahoogie ones, and it's new. You haven't got someone else's like foot scum on it and stuff. Foot, I mean, foot scum. Foot scum. Wow. Um, yeah. Like, how often are you getting that pedal close enough to you for foot scum to be a issue, mate? It was. I, I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> I mean, because I, often when I when I get a pedal through the post, I'll just. Gently, gently rub it on my face, just yep, just to get get those pedally vibes. Mm. They're not machine washable, I'm afraid. Re- really soaking that foot scum. Interestingly, they have a remote out, so you can. Uh, they do. Yeah, so you can have a like, you switch it on and off. I'm guessing from a switcher or something like that. Yep. But this is yeah, exactly. way before people had switches. Yeah, which is it's quite a cool idea being able to do that, but it's an easy modification you can make to any boss circuit or any of the um, JFET switching circuits is you can hijack that circuit to turn off and on a relay so that you can do it remotely. It's just quite nice. Pedal talk with Will. Yeah. <laughs> I know things now. That's I know it. too much. That's it. You've, yeah, you've, you've learned too much to be useful on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We, we work on misinformation. So. Yeah, misinformation and feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> feel, I feel that this is correct. Did I it's, t- it's got the magical components in there. Did I ever tell you about the the vintage Nobles fuzz that um, Phil from Pedal Patch found in a skip? 
<laughs> no, this I'm, sounds I'm sure like a great told story. Me about that, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he found one in a skip and then he passed it on to Stu and uh, and then Stu was like this is a bit of shit. So he sent it over to me and then I had it for for ages, for like a year until I gave it back to Phil. <laughs> it wasn't very good, but it was a weird find, you know, because it it's, could possibly be worth quite a lot of money. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's, yeah, if it's, um, like, not, not as, um, not as widely known and, and not as widely available, uh, there could be a little cult following go on with it. Yeah, you know, Josh will demo it at one point, won't he? And then everyone will want Yeah, one. and then it'll go up 8,000% yeah. on reverb. I wonder if Phil's still You know, the, the one fuzz that I can't figure out what to do with, and I've repaired a couple of them, is the... Um, Race of Dead. The fuzz factory. <laughs> fuzz no. factory. If I, the, especially the fuzz probe. The, I have no... I, I allegedly fixed it. <laughs> I, I turned it on and I was like... Nope, this is I, I, I had to call my mate who, who I was fixing it for and be like, is this normal operation? Is this he's how like, it yeah, works? Yeah. Yeah, it's not supposed to work. Oh, yeah. It, okay. It works only under certain circumstances, doesn't it? Yeah. If you turn certain <laughs> dials a little bit, it just yeah. starts making weird feedback noises and clicking. Yeah. And you're like, well, surely this, <laughs> is this isn't a musical pedal. No, this is yeah. the Fuzz Factory. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a few pedals like that. I remember one pedal, it took us, um, it was something like, I don't know, 15 controls on it, and it was a PPL, uh, and it took us a good 25 minutes to get a tone out of it. And when I say a tone, I literally mean some sort of noise out of it. Uh, There were so many points where it just wouldn't make any noise that was more than a, or something like that. Weird. yeah, they're, they're so complicated. Stu made one for for our friend uh, Justin, uh, and he said it's, he was never going to do one again. They're just so complicated, and you just never know whether you've got it right. And how did Mister Timberlake find it? <laughs> uh, I don't know any uh, Justin Timberlake songs, or as I'm sure I'd make a joke here. Just can't find that feeling. As long as I got my suit and tie, I'm gonna leave it on the floor tonight. like that. Yeah. Very bad. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that was a Justin like, Timberlake yeah, song. I mean, he, it's for TikTok. That's all I know. Yeah. He melds into Daniel Beddingfield and all them nonsense. Yeah. Hey, Daniel Beddingfield. It's he, also me singing it, which is questionable anyway. So, <laughs> I mean, I, Justin yeah, Timberlake. Did. Was he was he really the best singer? Was Who? Justin Timberlake. Who said he was the best singer? Of course, uh, that's Freddie Mercury. Which band was he in? Oh, right. Not, no, <laughs> not just all of what? them. No, there was a, he was in a band, wasn't he? And was, he, was he 21 Backstreet seconds Boys. to go? Was that them? No, but, yeah, it's Backstreet Boys. <laughs> I've got 21, 21. seconds to go. <laughs> that's a um, uh, so that solid was, crew. Was, yeah, oh, that's Tim that Band, is, isn't it? Motley that's Crew. Not, that's not even the right <laughs> continent. <laughs> I, it's early 2000s. It's, it's yeah. all the same. What was it's, the yeah, band that he was in? They were massive. NSYNC. Yeah. Bye, bye, was... bye. Bye, bye. Bye. Yeah. Um, <laughs> goodbye. We, we should end the podcast, sir. I think we should. I mean, yeah. we've just <laughs> gone off. We, are, we are bang on an hour at the moment, and I don't think we've got enough to to <laughs> push us over that edge just yet. Yeah. We, we can do another about, story. Like, is, is Justin story. Timberlake the Robin Williams of NSYNC? 
Robin well, Williams. Really? No, because <laughs> Robin Williams was a 90s actor comedian the genius. The guy played Mork. Can, we, Mork. can yeah, we have yeah. number three from the news list? Uh, no, we, we can't, no. Yeah. Uh, okay, can we have number one? <laughs> we really can't. Can, can we have any uh, of the news? We can't. Yeah, can Go we on. have any news? Go on. It's the June 60th. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the, the PRS uh, HX50 and HX100. I like what? Lee's going to tell us about this because he knows exactly what this is. So, PRS. Uh, okay, so the guys at PRS got hold of an authentic um, Gibson. No, an authentic Jimi Hendrix um, amp. Uh, so, yeah, I did see this. So it's actually yeah, the Hendrix Woodstock amp. Yeah. Well, they think it's the they think it is. Um, so they haven't said specifically that it is because they've got no way of verifying that because um, they don't have a time machine. But, but let's, um, just, let's just run with it. Let's say it is definitely, definitely that. <laughs> but it's definitely one of Hendrix's ones from that age. Um, and what they've done is rather than just recreate it piece for piece, they've kind of uh, replicated it as close as you like it, but they've kind of made it a bit more convenient. So one of the things that they've done is, you know, you have the two ins and the two, uh, sorry, you've got the four ins. You've got two Number one input. Yeah, yeah, you've got like two inputts. Yeah, but like yeah, a, don't you jump two of them together? I said, do, yeah, do, do you know why? For, yeah. Do you understand what what happens when you do that? Well, you're running one yes. one preamp into another, aren't you? Kind of. So you're running them more in um, parallel, and what happens is the first channel is very trebly. The second channel is very very basic, and what happens is. The two volume controls, because you have a volume control for each, because they both have a yeah, like yeah. thing, they become... It them, yeah. yeah, it's basically you're turning up the treble, turning up the thing, but instead of just turning up the treble and the bass, you're increasing the volume at the same time. Yeah. And that's how everyone runs them, because that's how they sound the best. So what they've done is they've basically pre-jumped it for you, and um, and you have a bass, out, uh, bass level and a uh, treble level. But it's like I say, it's volume. So you call treble it level. treble volume and treble and bass volume. Um, Isn't it normal in treble channels on the old Marshalls? Yeah, I think no. it's basically what one's very trebly, one's very bassy. Yes, but I think the yeah, actual yeah. name of the channels is normal and bright. I think the, yeah, the, that's the it, one yeah. and two. That's what they're called. They're just called okay. one and two. Um, I did some work recently. If you go on to Tempedia again, you can actually demo, uh, play a, um, a JMP and we've done it so you can ch- turn the two uh, master things and play with it. So go and have a, pl- have a play with it and it should clear it all up. Well, that's why I know about this because I've been doing that recently. Otherwise, I wouldn't have had a bloody clue because how often do you get an old 60s Marshall? <laughs> you just don't, do you? In yeah, every not day, often. Mate, yeah. Every day. Completed <laughs> yeah. um, it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah they've done that they've copied it but they have got some switches on it so you can change the gain range from um normal to high gain and you can um or well, so from mid gain to high gain it says and then you've got a freeway bright switch as well yeah so it um, looks- any idea on the price I did look at that, and I, it's in that file that I sent you. Um, I know, I've, I've got it written down here. Oh, right, okay. Um, uh, so, so I've got it that it's it's about the $3,000 mark. And I think the 50 was a little bit little bit cheaper. 
So two nine nine eight. The HX fifty is listed for two thousand nine hundred dollars. The HX one hundred is listed at three thousand one hundred and fifty dollars. And the two by twelve matching cabinet is eight nine nine. Four by twelve cab is one thousand one hundred and ninety nine dollars. Just the casual nice one. four and a half grand if you want a four twelve hundred watt amp. I wonder if it they... is. Mm. I wonder if they... daylight robbery. Well, yeah, yeah it, it's quite tone niche, isn't it? It's, it's... Well, like I mean, they t- they talk about oh, you know, we've we've had the amp itself, so we've we've you know measured things. Electrical components over time degrade, so yeah. regardless of what they've done. They haven't got it at its snapshot when it was it when Hendrix was playing through it because it yeah. that physically doesn't exist anymore. Components degrade, so either they've read the things off the side and they won't know what whether it was toleranced over or, or under, or yeah. they've tested it now and it's going to be different anyway. So either well, way, well, that's the it's thing. an estimation. Yeah, but at the same time, the tolerance is a big one. Get. Yeah, or you just play, like. Design a, design a circuit and rather than saying oh we've got the original and we've done this that and the other just listen to it until it sounds roughly the same mm. I, I was listening to some some videos of it and it does sound good but it's kind of like you, you can't tell whether someone playing it through today's recording technology is going to sound the same as like someone holding a mic up at Woodstock it's going to sound completely yeah. different <laughs> so yeah yeah of course it is it, it did sound good yeah. though, and and like the people playing it are obviously trying to play like Hendrix as well, which is going to make them sound like Hendrix um, as close as possible. But then they could do that for a JCM two thousand and to get a similar tone possibly. So it is uh, is subjecture, but um, I th- people are going to buy it because there's a lot of people who buy Hendrix stuff, and it's a bit like the Joe Bonamassa stuff. Joe, he puts his name on something, people buy it. And that's why we've got Joe Bonamassa tea towels. And what was it? Rings and stuff was... Oh, it's, uh, it's, what about lunchbox? Speaking about, um, about Hendrix, actually, I watched a movie this week where Hendrix uh, appeared. In fact, it was Bill and Ted. It was the... Oh, um, no. The new Bill and Ted movie. And there was a, Awful. a, a guy playing Hendrix. And they did not even try to get someone who played anywhere remotely like <laughs> Hendrix. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm not particularly all that picky when it comes to, like, like no perfect recreation of a guitarist in movies, um, but that wasn't, it wasn't even fucking close. I loved the Bill and Ted movies, and I was so, so utterly disappointed with that. Mm. I mean, it, it was background noise, and I, I expected really bad, and it was, it was only quite bad. So, mm. I mean, I, I was, I, I got what I expected pretty much. I've been wanting them to bring out a third film for decades now. And it's been like, since since I saw like the, the last one, I'm like, oh, when's the next one coming out? And so now I kind of like hate myself for it. <laughs> yeah. Why did I make this happen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. I think that's probably a place where we should end the podcast. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> yeah, just into a lake style. Um, so before we do that, we give a big, big, big shout out to our Patreon backers who are awesome and who are as follows. Mr. Andrew Bimson. Mr. Adam Yeomans of Sheffield Effects. We should know he's your mate. 
Mr. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey. Thanks for uh, the, the patronage. Mr. Doug Christ of 37 Effects. Mr. Hugh. Direction. Uh, Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups. And Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast. Uh, I don't know why I went Bane towards the end of that. Mr. Brian Gower of the Tobias Podcast. I was born in the dark. <laughs> uh, so, if you want your name read out, and possibly with the uh, with the inflections of Bane from the uh, from the Batman movie trilogy, then for as little as two dollars a month, you can be one of those cool kids. If you go to patreon.com slash talk, you can you can be one of those cool kids and. Possibly, it, it like in your in your subscription, just state whether or not you want to be baned or just just regs. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Brian Gale actually wanted wanted the bane. Can we get a Christopher Walken option as well? And Rick um, from Rick and Morty. Well, I mean, if you are willing to learn those accents, boys, then then that is <laughs> that is something that we will offer. Thank you for we, thank you for yeah. throwing your. <laughs> Your service is in there. Thank you. We uh, can definitely offer a mix of a British and American accent at the same time. Uh, I mean, there was a dog there, so... Yeah, we, we've got dog. The dog is also saying he can read out some voices. Dog's a bounty hunter. Yeah, go, perfect. Go with, go with shit, bro. Ah! <laughs> um, yeah, so um, if you want to catch me online, it is Budget Pedal Chap. That's all of those things. Uh, Facebook.com, Instagram.com. YouTube.com slash Budget Pedal Chap. YouTube.com is the home of the No Talk Alternate series, which this week, I think, involves a compressor. Lee Padabadabadabadabadabadadoo. You are on the internet, pretty much wherever Pedal Boards of Doom are, is, ams. Um, Instagram and this... this uh, a, a Facebook group, I think. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mister. Uh, we are uh, pedalers of doom. Yes, yes, yes. We, we are have ways of, them, so of making you talk. Uh, I watched Goldfinger <laughs> the other day. Um, but yes, it actually sounds like Edna from Incredibles. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> best character in the movie. Oh, there's a mosquito in here. Oh, that's not good. Um, oh dear. Right. Uh, oh, I was watching yeah. Adam Partridge the other day as well. <laughs> And Will, you are at a Rocket Complex. Yeah, I'm one of the two members of a Rocket Complex. Indeed. There's many reasons to follow a Rocket Complex, such as music and other things. Wink, they are wink. coming soon. Wink, wink. Indeed. Yeah, so watch this space. It is Im- imminent and Perhaps. eminent. Yeah, maybe. We'll have to find out. Oh, Lasagna. I'm getting a little bit nervous. And by, <laughs> and by the time that this podcast comes out, Matt will be back on Twitter. As no, I think I might just... I'll, it, I, like, depending on how Sunday goes, I might deactivate the internet. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> well, for yeah. everyone. I mean, to be fair, I don't blame you. <laughs> I do not blame you whatsoever. If it, if it comes home, it's going to be absolute chaos. Uh, yeah, yeah, but like, all I've done is say there's no chance of it coming home. So actually, if if they do win the football on on sunday i am probably going to deactivate my twitter yeah um, because i just don't want to deal with it because all of the people that are booing national anthems and just being general louts i, I don't want to deal with the amount of abuse that i'm going to get if i yeah, get back they to suck. 
don't, don't be stupid yeah. stupid just yeah and yeah uh, yeah i just i, I don't if you're going to be like that I, I don't think i want the interaction so i might just get rid of twitter yeah That's i mean enough. there's there's been a, a lot of um a lot of grief from some of the the england fans online the the fact that like grown men were were openly applauding a little german girl crying the other week is something of a disappointment as as a national like as as part of our nationality did so, you hear the, the silver lining to that though yeah there's been yeah a, she got 23 a, grand yeah it's, uh, it's over 30 now but the, um, the family have asked for it to be donated to charity and that, Good that's, for them. that is really cool of them it shouldn't have happened in the first place it shouldn't it's please please like people who are out there enjoying sports just enjoy the sport don't yeah. then go after the sport and be an absolute dickhole um on the internet just just don't do it just think yeah before you press that send on like on a on a comment on a post just think am i being a complete and utter dickhole um and if the answer like if if, if at all the the answer is in question just don't send yeah. it just just yeah, if that. you aren't if you aren't immediately saying no i'm not being a dickhole just put your phone away yep <laughs> exactly yeah you just you just put it down for like 10 minutes and then Come back to it. We'd like we'd like to say that we're not passing assumptions on dickholes here. Dickholes can uh, <laughs> be nice people too, but um, yeah, don't be an ass cunt. <laughs> an ass. If you want to be any of those things, <laughs> yeah. a dickhole or an ass cunt, yes. Sir. Just go and open an OnlyFans. And on that note, we should end. <laughs> I mean, it, if you are opening an OnlyFans here, will. Um, then that by is, all means that promote is, I it can, I can confirm right now that that is not the other things that you need to follow a rocket complex for that's it yet <laughs> a rocket really complex after dark mm, yeah <laughs> you want to see this rocket complex Ooh, oh my really? god oh my god and on that and, bombshell and on that <laughs> bombshell it's from time myself Mr. Budget Pedal Chat <laughs> Mr. From Jeremy Clarkson <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. <laughs> From Lee Padabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabadabad